Welcome to the Not So Minnesota Nice Podcast. I'm Jess. I'm Jen. Today is what, episode 24? Episode 24, the Wendigo Lake Monsters and Phantom Kangaroos. Yes, we figured since it's almost Halloween. I mean, the entire month of October should really be a Halloween because it's so great. And we decided to research some fun, spooky things around Minnesota and found a lot of really awesome examples. Yeah. And silly ones, too. Yeah. I mean... <laughs> There's always going to be silly things, too. Silly legends, silly sp- spooky things that are obviously like, what? Right. Well, and it's fun. It's fun being a skeptic because, like, you, you can, like, pick it apart and try to, like, figure out exactly what is paranormal or what isn't at all and you can start seeing through like the fakes and stuff it's just a legend damn it (laughs) (laughs) yes right yeah um should we start with the wendigo because like you said it i did (laughs) (laughs) we can start with the wendigo yeah um Obviously, if you watch things like Supernatural, you'd know that it was featured in season one, episode two. Although yeah. they got a little, well, a few things a little twisty with that, but it's fine. Um, Native American folklore. Yep. Right. Um, cannibalistic spirits. So, like, if you, um, they believed that anyone who became a cannibal, a cannibal, or was possessed by different spirits, cannibalistic spirits, whatever, would turn into a Wendigo. Okay. Yeah. Um, fifteen feet Which tall, glowy eats people. eyes. Yes, and it eats. It's still. I Can- guess it wouldn't be a cannibal anymore if you've turned into something else. Is it still cannibalism? I. I think it's just eating people. It would. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Snake-like yep. tongue. <laughs> um, and then that's interesting too. Like they've they've had sightings as early as the early twi- tw- or as recently as the early twentieth century, right? Right. Including a Wendigo hunter. Jack Fitter, 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 who in 1907 claimed he killed 14 of them. So, like, who knows? And, I mean, I don't know. He actually ended up being arrested for the murder of a Sioux woman who he claimed was turning into a Wendigo. So he killed her. And, yeah, who knows if it was just his excuse to kill people. Oh, my goodness. We should (laughs) write that into KDWB because they have, like, Murder Mondays. Oh, and that might be a fun one for Steve-O to do. I have another one in here, too. That's going to be good for that. Okay. Oh, did you? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> wait, I can leap into it now, or we can wait? Do it now. Okay. So, the most most notorious, notorious, oh my god, I can't talk today. <laughs> Homicide in Minnesota. Elizabeth Cogden in 1977 in the Glensheen Mansion. She inherited oh. it and then was found in bed, killed, and her nurse was on the staircase killed and they never solved it and and then it actually ties into the haunting thing because people who go there visit still they still see a white lady wandering in period clothing and then right. they hear screaming so oh i didn't know that there's been like actual like recorded noises and stuff, and stuff. yeah oh. it's it's interesting i mean because we have the palmer house yes which i didn't write down so i'm not going to go into awesome facts about it because i wasn't prepared but um that's another one of the really famous ones like if you watch the like ghost hunter shows yeah um i think pretty much all of the like big time ones have done it um yeah i still want to take you there (laughs) we could still go but i want my phone 
Yeah, that's that's fair. <laughs> the last time we talked about going, it was boneless day. Well, use well use my ghost hunter app on there. <laughs> well, that'd be fun or really freaky. Oh, that's another fun paranormal thing. Is my garage ghost? I have oh, a ghost man. that's in my garage. Yeah, it's pretty awesome actually. It's, it's, it seems to be a pretty pretty cool pretty cool ghost. Gets mad at us when we ignore it though. Right. Like moves things and. Your garage door wouldn't shut. My garage door would not shut <laughs> for like twenty tries. <laughs> it was a little weird. It was a little weird, and then all of a sudden it like was we checked fine. the sensors, everything. Like we checked everything, yeah. and like obviously being a skeptic, we're like, well, it could also be a million things that we don't know about, right? But it's the it's the garage, it's ghost. The garage ghost. Yeah, it's fine though. We love you, garage ghost. Right. All right. <laughs> what else do we have? Oh well. Probably the lake monster. Yep, I mean, okay. It's in the title. Yeah. Um, so when I was looking at the Ranker article where we got a lot of these, um, we'll post it on the Facebook so you guys can see it too. Um, of course, I saw just like one word and it said Nessie. And I was like, wait, what? what? I'm like, no, it's not Loch Ness. No, but apparently um, in Lake Pepin, there is a lake monster that they have nicknamed Peppy. Mm-hmm. And there's a $50,000 reward if you catch this monster. <laughs> and, like, obviously we're going to have to do more research after finding out about it to see, like, what it supposedly maybe looks like. Right? Or is it, how... like, a Nessie-ish kind of thing? Or is it right? something else? Is it just a giant walleye? See, and that's probably... I, <laughs> kind I of do that like big fish Or, like, movie. a gar. Because we yeah. still have gar. <laughs> well... <laughs> I mean, if you've ever researched the fish in Minnesota lakes... <laughs> you don't want to swim anymore. <laughs> they're all little lake monsters. Like, Sunnies aren't. <laughs> they'll like, just all pick I at you of, while you're swimming. Like, when you go up north to, like, go camping or whatever, and Oof. they've got one of the big, um, like, floaty docks that you can, you know, swim out into the middle of the lake and just sit on the little floaty dock. And I'm like, I think I don't want to leave the dock. Like, if I make it to the dock, uh, then I'm safe. But then I have to swim back and be brave, because that you get that one moment of something mm-hmm. swimming too close to you, and you're like, I'm gonna die! <laughs> <laughs> or it's yep. just me, because I... Yeah, there's yeah. a lot of creepy-looking fish. I, you know what gets me more than the fish? It's our seaweed. Yes! <laughs> I can't... I that, can't. like, weird, mushy... Yeah! I can't <laughs> handle the... the. I guess it's not... Oh, is it still technically seaweed? I don't even know. Uh, lakeweed? Lake, I don't yeah, know. right. I don't know. And I know that there's a few different <laughs> varieties of things, like lily pads or their own. Oh, yeah. Like, there's you know, so... I get it, but... You can't handle can't. the underwater yeah. vegetation. No. The no. lake vegetation. The lake vegetation. There we go. I couldn't I can't do it in the ocean either, if anyone's well, curious. Like there's that picture of the wave coming through with the seaweed under yeah. it. I was like, I freaked out for days. <laughs> the ones with the sharks in them don't bug me. The seaweed freaking does. Oh. <laughs> I'm gonna get wrapped up in seaweed and dragged under and drowned. It probably happened to you in a past life. I'm guessing so. <laughs> like, I have an irrational fear of worms. So, like, we had, like, almost like, a week of rain and all the worms were, like, you know, being washed up and I'm, like, walking into work. I'm like, oh. No clue. No clue why. Irrational uh, fears. Oof. Right? What a great episode to be talking about them. <laughs> well, I mean, yeah. Well, it's the same thing, like, growing up with the Wendigo legend, like, you start to get a little freaked out in it whenever you're actually in the woods, because you hear about these, and then you go out in the woods, it's like, uh, 
the scary stories that we were talking about, maybe talking about. Yeah. Talking about, maybe talking about. It made sense. Yeah, okay, yeah, that's fine. Yay, English. English. <laughs> talking about, maybe talking about. It's like the uh, popular, unpopular opinions. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Another good episode, in case you're curious. Great episode. <laughs> um. All right, so moving on. Yeah. Um. We got a... Do we want to start talking about some of the ghosty sighting type stuff? Um, or other, like, f- other things? Anything. Okay. Well, I mean, since we're on the subject of, like, some strange creatures, obviously Minnesota has a lot of wooded areas, especially up north, which means a lot of Sasquatches or Bigfoots sightings and things. Yeah. Like, there's there's multiple of them. Um, I think... I forget what county it is, but they're... It's like St. Croix County, something like that. They are, like, the... Mm. biggest Bigfoot sighting thing in Minnesota, which is kind of funny. And obviously, It's one of those things, (laughs) it's like, uh, I I don't know. Yeah, like, I don't know (laughs) what to exactly believe in. I don't want to say, like, I believe in Bigfoot, but I also also know that there could be some creature out there that we've had limited contact with because, I mean, there are still creatures being discovered all across the world that were just so well hidden, but we're starting to, like, you know, excavate or whatever. Yeah, well, starting to take away some of their habitats. Exactly. And with other things that are good, too. Yeah. You never know. I mean, I mean what if it's like a two sides of that coin? You know, the, the whole like, Yeti thing. Like, right? they, there's I a don't whole know. lot of Antarctica that has not been explored. <laughs> right? Who knows? Yeah. <laughs> there's a lot of the deep woods that are really hard to traverse and find out. You lose contact with everything out there. So, who knows? Yeah. And, like, typically you're not hiking through the night and there's nocturnal creatures or whatever. Like, right. I don't know. There's a whole lot of world that we still haven't seen, so I'm not going to necessarily rule anything out. Deep, 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 deep ocean. <laughs> another another fun episode. Right? <laughs> I'm going to reference all of them today. I'm going to start keeping tabs. <laughs> all right, all right, all oh, right. Oh, she got loud. Okay. Oh, oh no. <laughs> Come back down. Come back down. Yeah. All right, so another legendy type one is the Kensington Rainstone. Uh, found by Olaf Olman in Solemn, Minnesota, in 1898. Um, it's the Norse runestone that's largely believed as a hoax, although now with the recent oh, stuff they have yeah. with uh, Norse um, records of them visiting Americas way before Christopher Columbus and stuff, it yes. may not be a hoax. They're still looking into it. And I don't think they've actually done like the geological uh, thing where they uh, time print it. What is that called? Oh, 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 um archaeological something with geology. Anyway, they haven't done that. I don't think they've done that. At least I didn't find the research that supported that. We were just talking about how much we liked bones in our last episode. I know, we suck. And now we're like, you know what? Um, My brain only has I mean, that's not real life, obviously. For the current but... episode. <laughs> <laughs> Except for I'm going to keep referencing. You just referenced one. I know. Oh. I was adding to the count. <laughs> Careful. <laughs> Hello, listeners. Hello, listeners. <laughs> All right, all right, all right. Had too much coffee. <laughs> You've had too much coffee, and I just have had too much of. I don't know. Life. <laughs> I'm so tired. I just want to eat chili and cuddle in bed. That's all I want to oh, do today. Chili sounds good. And, and you probably tell. I have a head cold, so I'm like stuffed up. So. Yeah. But it's fine. It's just. Yay, fall. 
super cold and I refused to turn the heat on. It was a bad idea. But man, my heating bill is going to be awesome for October. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my goodness. (laughs) All right. Back to it. Back to it. Yeah. Um, We got um, Minnesota has the largest number of Native American burial grounds in the U.S. in a place called Gray Cloud Island named after a Sioux fur trader, a lady. Anyway, um, it is reputed to be haunted by a phantom pickup truck that guards the burial grounds. And just, I mean, you were talking about this, about visiting out there. Like, you can't actually go into the area. Yeah, somebody privately bought the cemetery and the grounds um, so they could keep punk kids who were going and, like, vandalizing graves away. Makes sense. Um, And... Looking further into the legend, it seems like the the phantom pickup truck was actually the owner's pickup truck um, (laughs) patrolling the area. Um, I know when I went out with our mutual friend, uh, we were just kind of driving around because it's a really small township. Like, there's basically, like, a church. Supposedly, there is a cults in the town as well (laughs) um and we saw the same truck pass us multiple times and we did feel like someone was maybe keeping an eye on On what's going on in the town which that's that's good i mean yeah it's cool because they're the the area is like right outside of cottage grove right so it's by the cities but it's not close close to the city so it's kind of neat that there's still that like you know, small town feel out there on the island. So, oh, yeah. So it's kind of neat. Once you, like, pass 35W, like, <laughs> going down, like, 494 or whatever, mm-hmm. once you pass that whole interchange, it starts to get more, like, country-ish and a little oh, yeah. bit more, like, definitely homely. Unless you're still close to 94, because then it's not. Yeah. Into Wisconsin, it's not. <laughs> you're like, oh, okay, there's this, like, strip, strip of... Strip mall. Yeah. Strip mall. Strip mall. Arby's. <laughs> Applebee's. <laughs> we found the Applebee's. Right. <laughs> They're everywhere. Um... Speaking of being just outside the Twin Cities, um, Anoka is actually really famous for being, like, the most haunted place in Minnesota, the most haunted oh, city. I have a dispution for that. A dispute. <gasps> you do? A dispute. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> That's fine. I have a dispute um, for that. <clears throat> well, yeah, I think part of it is they go so above and beyond, like, talking about all the legends and all the, you know, hauntings. They have the state hospital. Um which has been said to have tortured and used medieval treatments on their patients and closed as recently as 1999, which, I mean, was a while ago now, but in the sense of torture and medieval treatments, right. like, the fact that it closed out in 1999 shows you how many possible really pissed off spirits there are. It's true. Because that's a long time to have been open. I didn't write down when it opened. Oh. Um but there's a cemetery that actually has 400 people buried in just, like, simple graves. Um, so that's said to be, like, obviously, the, like, the biggest hotspot. Right. Um, yeah, and actually, Ross Beard, the o- owner of Anoka Paranormal Investigating, was telling people, like, just don't even bother going because of everything that he's experienced and his team has experienced. Um, Just don't go there. Yeah, and there's tons of, like, YouTube videos talking about, you know, at least outside grounds and talking about stories of it, because they had it pretty well 
garden. And a lot of the other buildings are in use because it's, like, basically a big compass – or not compass, campus. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the last article I actually read, it said something about them reopening the doors, like, using it for a new purpose. Interesting. Well, that'd be cool because then maybe we get more, like, reports of weird things that happen. That's true. I mean, it could be, like, the soap factory <gasps> where – the Soap Factory in Minneapolis, right? There's a demonic presence in the basement. It's now an art gallery, and they do an annual haunted house. I will not. I do it. it. It's it sounds. I mean, like the haunted house, you have to sign a waiver. It sounds pretty legitly scary. Like they can touch you. <laughs> nope. And most haunted houses now, they can like jump scare you, like boo, like in your face, but right. they can't actually like grab you and try pulling you into a room unless you sign a waiver. There's a lot of yes. those out are, there. Are there? There are. There's waiting lists to get into some of them. And I some of them that... are, like, serious torture. And you're like, why? Why would you want to do that? Because there's people who get off on that. I know, and I get that. Like, I, I do get that. It's right. just... I just... I don't know. It's, it's a little, a little I, scary. I would pay myself. <laughs> some of them probably do. <laughs> right? No. I know for a fact that people, some people at Soap Factory have. Nah. It's just, it's just what it is. I mean, I mm, nope. No judgment. It's not my thing. <laughs> All right, so I have that dispute for yes. the most haunted city. Um, Historic Stillwater is our oldest oh, city in Minnesota. Yes. Like actual like city, not mm-hmm. just township. Um, they have many buildings that have been standing since yeah. forever, right? Forever. Um, the beginning of Minnesota. <laughs> well, it's just, it was like the hub, right? Yeah. It was right on the river, yep. St. Croix. Um, <laughs> and it, it divides right in between Wisconsin and us, basically, yep. right? right? Is there. that like a border? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So water's right on the border of the river. Um, so Pub 112, I don't know if that's, that must be the name now. Oh, yeah. But they have, um, they have a <laughs> spirit that the legend says is a former employee that was heartbroken and crossed the street and flung herself into the St. Croix. It's literally right there on the river, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and they hear voices and have spelling bottles and things that aren't explained there. And then there's a couple other places in Stillwater that are the same kind of thing where they hear hear things. And like... Okay, so <laughs> I say that sometime during the off-season, so once Halloween is, like, gone with, we should try to find something haunted that we can do, you know, quote-unquote haunted, that we can do in both cities. Ooh. And see... See what's up? If we see anything spooky. <laughs> if anything, it just gives us a reason to go to a bar and drink in a different city. <laughs> Which is fun. Stillwater's a really fun place to it's drink. It's so beautiful. And it's gorgeous. Yes. Um, we should go in the spring. Oh, yeah. It's really fun to go there. Mm-hmm. As long as it's not flooded. Yeah, we'll see how much snow we get. Like, we went in uh, June. So, and it was beautiful. Mm-hmm. We went on the bridge and we went on a boat ride and it was really fun. And then we drank at a lot of different bars and that was also fun. Yay! <laughs> anyway, <laughs> recounting the things of yesteryear, like, you know, two years ago, whatever. Right. <laughs> My goodness. Mm. Um, another weird paranormal type thing was the supposed UFO crash where a cop supposedly... Had a UFO crash into his car? Yeah. Was that what the it was? Light. Yeah, he, yeah, he, he like, like, drove saw, into the light. Yeah, he saw a big bright Which... light and it started coming towards him. <laughs> and he just kept driving, I guess, and ended up... Enveloped in the light. Crashing. And crashing, yep. Um, and he had lost time. Yeah. 
But, I mean, if you hit your head hard enough, you're going to lose time. That's true. Um, and could have been a truck. But he said that there was no noise. Right. That and was one of the things that made it kind of peculiar was he didn't hear any kind anything. of sound. But, I mean, there's reasons. There could be reasons for that, too. Oh, yeah. Who knows? Like, I, there's a lot of... Like, I'm not... I'm not... I b- firmly believe in... Uh, there's a line in CSI and one of the episodes, okay, mm-hmm. that Grissom says, and he says, if you know, if there is anything else out there in the universe, I think they're smart enough to know not to come here. <laughs> <laughs> and I love it. That's right? pretty much it. Actually, I watched... Uh, or avoid us or whatever. Yeah. yeah. Like, they have no concern for us, I'm sure, because, I mean, I don't know. Plus, I think humans are just bad news. Yeah. Um, there was, I think it was Dan Aykroyd on UFOs was the name of, like, the documentary, and he was just talking about, like, all of his different experiences with, you know, and, well, I think as soon as you say UFO, you have those people that are like, ugh. Yeah. But, <laughs> technically, it's just an unidentified flying object. It's it's not... An, it's not necessarily from space. It's not an AFO. No. <laughs> it's not an alien flying, flying object. object. It's, it's just unidentified. It means it could be from Russia, mm. and we don't we don't know it, or, it like... Can co- turn into an IFO? IFO. Identified, identified flying, flying object. object. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Or, or they would just call it what it's supposed to be called. <laughs> what if it doesn't have a name yet? Does that mean I get to name it? Ooh. All right, we are going to go on to things that are flying around and not named, and then name them. It'll be fun. <laughs> like, that is Brad Eyed Star. <laughs> I'm going to name you Woody. <laughs> and you're my squishy. <laughs> my squishy. All right, all right, all right. <laughs> um, I have two more, I think. And okay. I've, I've reached the end of my list. Um, I have two more as well. Nice. Oh, well, we'll do one, one, one. Teamwork. Do you want to go first? No. Okay. <laughs> no. Uh, the Little Theater at Duluth East High School is haunted by a frustrated playwright that fell from the balcony and died before finishing his script. Oh, I thought that was yeah. an interesting one. They've had um, reports of the script being left on the um, drama teacher's desk oh. and with a note that says perform me or whatever mm-hmm. and it's creepy with a dude's initials i think it's rc or something like that right. i guess it's kind of it's kind of creepy otherwise yeah they have uh noises uh, bumps in the night kind of things yeah they don't i don't know it's <laughs> crazy it was like at a high school oh yeah Who knows? Um, <laughs> i actually did an investigation with twin cities paranormal society oh yeah which is the one that i wanted to bring up anyways um they're really great. They do a lot of, you know, residential ones, which is actually the two that I went on were residential ones, but they've also done things like the Palmer House mm-hmm. and, you know, different places, because there's actually a lot more. Like, listeners, we're only touching on a few, because we're trying to stay within our half-hour perimeter. Thing, yeah. Um, <laughs> but if you just, you know, Google Haunted Minnesota, you'll see some of these, like, really crazy, cool legends. Yeah. Um, yeah. That's all mm-hmm. I have. Yeah. Oh. Okay. You had, you, okay. I have one more after yours. Okay. I want to finish on this okay. one. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, Dead Man's Trail at Thief River Falls. Um, there was a Native American woman and her child that were swept away by the river. Oh, I didn't and know And she's that seen one. on the trail and around the rocks and stuff, screaming and crying for her child, which, I mean, that'd be oh. pretty traumatic. So, like, I get it. 
Oh, but yeah, it's like really sad. It's like hours. heartbreaking, right? We should have like led with that one and then just gone uphill and such. Just... <sighs> I don't know. How to... We're ending on the different note. I know, but I don't know how to segue to mine. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, I mean, we can talk about other things. What does yours have to do with <laughs> kangaroos? <laughs> oh yeah, that's right. We have the phantom kangaroo. See, it's phantoms. Oh my bad. <laughs> um, I mean, and I'm like like the soap factory one. Right, mm-hmm. had to do because any soap factory is pretty scary and stuff. Think of all the anger and things because they had to kill animals to make all the soap. But yeah. the cool thing about the soap factory in Minnesota is it was actually used to make artificial limbs for Civil War people. Oh, which is kind of cool. I didn't know that either. I I didn't know I that. Didn't I didn't do the research. Out. I was like, that's interesting. Like we, that's cool. That is cool. Yeah. So we we made some limbs for people. Something. Super not cool. <laughs> because it's totally silly, and there could be like a million different reasons for this. Um, happened in Coon Rapids, which I think we mentioned earlier. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to read it straight from Ranker so I can just get this right for all the quote unquote facts. Mm-hmm. Um, one of the strangest North American cryptids is the phantom kangaroo. This mysterious marsupial does more than just hop in box, though, it also possesses supernatural powers, including glowing eyes. And the ability to vanish into thin air. (laughs) Many sightings of phantom kangaroos occurred over the years, and one of the largest clusters of sightings happened in Coon Rapids, Minnesota, which is funny because KDWB, which is one of our radio stations, and they do a morning show here. Yeah. Um, You know this. (laughs) Uh, They always make fun of Coon Rapids. Uh, over the course of a whole decade, so from 1957 to 1967, dozens of people reported encounters with the aggressive Rue, dubbed Big Bunny, (laughs) who rummaged through trash, oh, and supposedly killed a number of local pets. And then, the phantom kangaroo was gone, as quickly as mysteriously as it appeared. Okay, well, if it was if it was around for ten years, it was probably somebody smuggled it in, tried keeping it as a pet, it escaped, got rabies. That's why it had weird, flashy eyes, glowy eyes. Okay. <laughs> Went around eating. It did it, a Cujo thing. Yes. They don't live very long when they have rabies, though. Right? So. Well, I feel they wouldn't live for 10 years. Maybe. Plus, I don't know if a kangaroo could survive here for 10 years with the winters. Probably not. Probably not. Someone just... Yeah. Uh, you know, it could have been... It, raccoons get huge. Ew. Just saying. It might have been like a raccoon or something. And they're omnivores. They eat meat. Yeah. Uh, who knows? True. Like my my mom had this sounds so funny. My mom had a pet raccoon. She did. <laughs> she did. She uh I think the school helped nurse it back to health. Like it got hit by a car or something. Oh. Um. I want to say the same with Sammy, but I probably got that wrong. But anyway, mom has a picture of it. It was standing up on its hind legs, and it had its front paws on her shoulders. Oh my like, gosh. They get big. Yeah. So like, <laughs> I mean, my mom's like five five two. So. <laughs> <laughs> But anyway, yeah, they get That's still tall. They get raccoons get big. Yeah. And they stretch out too, but I mean, right. you know, yeah. Like that's not its body. That's that's legs and arms, but still they get big. I love watching those cute YouTube videos of the, like the raccoons that are like begging for food or the ones that have been domesticated and they're just like adorable and rubbing their little paws together like little villains with their masks. <laughs> I'm terrified of raccoons. Really? Yeah, you should you should ask, ask you can ask think... my hubby about it when we go outside. I freak 
out. Coyotes, don't bug me. I don't care. Well, I w- Raccoons scare the shit out I of me. I think most smart people are scared of raccoons because they could be vicious little fuckers. They are. They can. I've, I've had to deal with two rabbits. Yeah. Rabid ones. Yeah. Well, it's and like if you, um, we you know somebody who used to work at, oh, I'm talking about him, Grant, used to work at Applebee's, mm-hmm. um, and he said that, like, going to take the trash out oh. was, like, the scariest thing ever, yep. because there was the woods right behind there, in between, the, like, the library or whatever, mm-hmm. and they would all just be, like, up on the, like, retaining wall and, like, waiting like, around, and yep. he was just like, I would try to throw it from the door and just ask for, like, forgiveness later, because they, like, were not afraid of humans. No. They have no fear. No. In the cities, I should say. Well, up yeah. north, they do. Yeah, up north, most animals will scatter Although, away. raccoons still try to take on your car. <laughs> I'm just saying. They'll they'll do the thing where they bunch up and hiss mm-hmm. and growl, and you're like, I'm in a freaking car, yo. <laughs> what are you doing? What are you going to do? <laughs> they don't know, because they they've never know. experienced no, exactly. it. And they obviously haven't seen one of their loved ones get hit. <laughs> like the bunny area over. I don't know. <laughs> Oh, I've hit a rabbit this year, too. Oh, no. I didn't mean to. And it's not even winter. I know. Well, they're not out as much in the winter. I know. Right now, I think with the foraging and whatnot, they're all out. Yeah. Squirrels. I've almost hit so many squirrels. I know. Because it's a bumper year for the oak trees, which we had Mm -hmm. to look up, which was awesome. Yeah. But that means that the squirrel population is just going crazy (laughs) (laughs) with all the nuts. So That makes me worried. Like, you're talking about maybe it's a sign of, like, the scary winter because everything's, like, dropping, like, much more plentiful. Um, But it does kind of make me feel like that because the animals are getting overpopulated, so then we're going to have a horrible winter, and maybe a lot of them aren't going to survive into the spring. That's okay. It's the circle too. of life. Exactly. Yeah. And circle of city animal life. <laughs> <laughs> the only thing we have to try and control is the deer, because there's no predators for those here, and we can't shoot them. Right. <laughs> Yay, cities. It's fine. Well, not even the cities. It's suburbs, I guess. Suburbs, but yeah. It's still... I don't know if you, they see many deer in the city cities. Right? Probably not. No. Maybe. Yeah. Urban deer. If you guys find pictures of urban deer, let us know. Yes, please. <laughs> Our Minnesota listeners, especially, let us know. Well, even in other cities, you got urban deer that yeah. aren't in a zoo. Yeah. Um, Speaking of our awesome listeners, did you see that we hit 100 listens over the last seven days? I know, and most of them were in the last couple of days, so you guys rock. It's so (laughs) awesome. I know a few, like, I have a co-worker and a supervisor listening, which is nerve-wracking and awesome at the same time. So, yes, hi, guys. Thanks for listening. Um, It's a pleasure to have you here. Yeah, I think we're going to maybe do another giveaway once we hit 1,000. Yeah, we're getting closer. Yeah, yeah, we're up to like eight fifty right now. Yeah, we're there. <laughs> yeah, it's going kind of quick. We were just at like seven forty, like I, a week ago. We were just at a hundred <laughs> a week ago. Well, okay, like a couple months it ago, but still feel that way. It's like whoa, guys. Yeah, and we're only in episode twenty four. Like, mm-hmm. keep listening. Yeah, absolutely. And suggesting stuff for us to do. We would love to hear from you. We love interacting. It's one Mm -hmm. of the great things, like I said, about, you know, Twitter and the Potter and family. Um, We actually got to listen to our shout out from the Just So You Know podcast, guys. It was so sweet. Yeah, it was. It was Um, awesome. Yeah, and like uh, the bingeables again, definitely want to recommend them because right now they're doing Firefly, which is amazing. And yeah. I'm going to have to listen to them now. Yes, absolutely. I mean, again, again. I listened yeah. to Disenchanted. But <laughs> yeah. Um, I was super excited about that. Yeah. 
So, um, yeah. Fun. Lots of fun, spooky stuff in Minnesota. We're going to post some links on Facebook. Um, we really appreciate if you do listen to us on, like, iTunes, if you're on our Facebook, if you could just drop us a rating um, or give us some feedback because we're constantly trying to learn how to edit so we have better sound quality and we'd love some episode suggestions, which I think I think we're working on a Patreon where you can donate money to us um, and I think one of the like the rewards or whatever for that would be where you get to pick an episode that's like completely your topic we you know we'll do better research than what we do for some of our episodes whatever <laughs> we'll do a good adequate college try and um, yeah it'll be fun it'll be good yeah well do 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 and keeping with October next couple episodes are going to be Halloween something theme. We don't know yet. We're going to keep with the spooky themes, though. Yeah, absolutely. And we're still going to try to get to Valley Scare if we're running out of time for that. There's only like a couple weekends before it closes. Um, but that'll be fun. We'll post something from that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay. Sorry today was hard. It happens. <laughs> Whatever. It was a good episode. Lots of factoids. Right. Right. It was interesting. Great edit. Yeah. All right. We love you, listeners. Thank you so much for listening. Oh, yeah. Thanks. (laughs) Clink.